0: Welcome to What Else? This episode features Mark Schwarz, a.k.a. Beesh, and a few notes about the show. Um, the interview is actually being broken up into two episodes, so this will be the first half of it. It's a little more of a discussion than strictly an interview. I do a little more talking than I would have liked to have done, but I get excited when... Uh, I get a rare chance to hang out with my childhood pal, Bish. Thanks to the Chicago Podcast Cooperative for hooking up our sponsorships. You can learn more at chicagopodcastcoop.com. This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy the show. And now, Bish.
1: Bish, uh, I have a title for the podcast. What is it? I think it's What Else. Yeah. I think
2: you've I think you've settled on that
1: it seems like a decent one,
2: why not? It's not like uh it's not like what's her name has a trademark on that that's right, my aunt Betty yeah, Betty, I couldn't think of Betty for uh, some reason Betty. Is <coughs> she probably does not no well, yeah, you can't be certain no, she might have a wicked
1: team of i p yeah. exactly. lawyers. she might have a goosh on it Beach episode two
2: mm-hmm.
1: We'll welcome people to the episode and inform them that we're recording this out of doors so they may hear the occasional jet jet plane, plane, bird, squirrel. Right. Jason might make an appearance. Anything could happen. And will. Um, Hopefully. Mm. Probably, hopefully. Uh, Our guest today, commonly known as, well, probably not commonly known, but known as Bish. Pretty common. Mark Schwartz, mm-hmm. Mark S. Schwartz, mm-hmm. Esquire, mm-hmm. among other things,
2: many noms to plume. Yeah.
1: you're um, what? Almost forty-eight
2: years old at this point. I'm, I'm right. a couple weeks from that. Yeah. Be sure, uh
1: what age? What age were you when you start? When you went to law school?
2: When you started? Mm, It was fall 2009, so 42. Okay. How were there other people of uh, our advanced age in the program? I was not the oldest person, shockingly. Um, There were like three people, two or three, I think, that were older than me. One who had a wheelie bag and looked like the announcer from the Letterman show, that red-haired creeper, and he had... uh, he intimated that he had a gun in his bag. Just to keep you guys on your toes or something? Or yeah, I guess. To I intimidate? Mean, the sheriff, exactly. To intimidate. I mean it's you know, it's Utah. That's weird. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. And there was that guy. There was um a friend of mine. Um Wendy, who was probably like a year or two older than me, although probably now she's a year or two younger, and I'm insulting yeah, her, but, you know, right. whatever. Um, and then, oh, yeah, there was another person who I talked out of going to law school. What? Yeah. Like what, during your first break from Yeah, class? like in the first two weeks, like when it was still, you could still withdraw and get your money back. The money back guarantee was still in effect. Why did you
1: choose to talk? Dis- she just,
2: we just ran into each other, and she clearly needed permission to quit. Okay. And she was like, she's like, am I crazy? I'm like, I don't think so. And she's like, you know, I left this job that I really like, I was really good at, and I was getting paid a lot of money. And I came to do this because, you know, she works with lawyers and there's, you know, a lot of hierarchy stuff and a lot of, you know, you know, being run down by those people and like. You know, she's like, I think I did it just to sort of like prove it to myself or prove it to them or whatever. And she's like, I already know I hate it. And I'm like, then what do you think you're going to do? She's like, I don't know. I'm thinking about quitting. I'm like, that seems like a rational thing to do, given that you hate it and you know you hate it. And I'm like, can you get out? She's like, yeah. I'm like, Well then, there you go. I guess, you know, that if you need permission, you have my permission. I actually said that to her and she's like, yeah, I'm doing this. And she left. A, she pulled a Bauman <laughs> Walked away into the sun. She walked off never, That's right never be, Have you ever seen that
1: person since then? Nope Interesting I take that as a good sign How did you find it uh, Not socially in terms of you know age difference But just going back to school Like having to get in that thinking mode and stuff um, Was it harder or easier than you How did it match up with your expectations and stuff?
2: it was as hard as I thought at first and then it got easier Um, but it took a while Um, and also like there were just you know we've talked about this this weekend it's just like this stuff just doesn't take in the same way like it it was never you know some of it was understanding you get to learn what they want and what the hell they're talking about but like some of it is just like you know the 20 year olds are just going in there and it all just sticks in their brains and it's like for mine it's just you know it bounces off, you know? And, like, you know, I don't walk around with, like, all the all the cases in my head and, you know. It's easier once you, like, get focused on a thing. So you dig around in those cases and they come up and they come up and all that. But, like, in law school, it's just, like, a blitzkrieg of, like, names and dates and events and, you know. So it's...
1: It can be challenging. Aside from the formation of memories, did you find it harder to focus in a sustained way
2: than you did on things academic or otherwise when you were younger i always had a hard time focusing (laughs) in school so no (laughs) i did not i did not find it harder but i mean yeah sometimes i would drift off absolutely how did how
1: did it differ from so people who are listening will well, let's face it, really, no one's going to be listening. Nobody, but, but I'm listening but to you. If they, let's assume that someone's listening who doesn't know you. Who isn't me or you.
2: Yeah, that's right. Okay.
1: And um, if they're listening, so one of the things that we'll probably talk about a little bit is that you, for many years, ran a recording studio. That's right. right. Do you find it, I mean, I would assume that you had to be, maintain some kind of sustained focus while you were doing that
2: job, yeah, at points? Yes and no you know depending what was going on but i mean i would space out sometimes during a take like especially when it's like the full band cuz often you'll just like do sort of like a full band take just to see where things are at what they're doing maybe catch lightning in a bottle um but you know i wouldn't space out on the first take but i might space out on the 10th mm-hmm. you know or you know when especially like you know if it's someone i've never done something with before like you know the eighth is going to sound a lot like the second. And to them, you know, there's all these distinct differences. And I'm like, you know, I think we know where we are right now. We can work from this, you know, and, you know, yeah, the the sustained attention, you know, the the demands sort of fluctuated, which was helpful because I couldn't, you know, I can never really sustain my attention for like a work day or a school day. So you didn't feel like
1: that part was much different when you were no, in law school? No, I was, I was used were. to that.
2: I mean, it, it, it's, it was still a challenge, but, like, no, that, didn't, that wasn't different. I mean, the level of, the amount of reading that's demanded is unlike anything I've ever experienced. That took getting used to. Um, I didn't really know. I'd been taught many times in school how to write, but it never really took. Like, I could write, but, you know but, like, not well, or, like, you know, I notice a difference in my writing after law school. Like, what I'm better think? at that. They spend a lot of time teaching that. A lot of time. Do, can you put your finger on, like, what is different? Like, what in your approach or the way you write? Or I finally, it's one of those things where, like it, like, I don't know how many times we get told, like, in grade school and high school and college, like, you know, every every paragraph's about a different thing. You have a topic sentence that you're talking about. Like you have a theme for the whole thing, then you start breaking it down. And you know, the 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 first sentence should tell you something about it. Then you're you're talking more about that in the paragraph. But if you're going to talk about something else, start a new paragraph. Start it. You know, lay, get get somewhere else. But like. You know, that all makes sense, and I did that, but it never really, like, it made no sense to me, like, on some level, until I was, did it over and over and over and over. like, I wasn't really doing anything but that, like, for the first, you know, couple of years of school, and, like, we had a class, you know, we had classes that were specifically about writing, researching and writing, and how to figure all that business out, and figure out what judges are talking about, and, like, you know, because it doesn't make a lot of sense all the time, um... And, like, the repetition of just sort of focusing on that, like, in the writing class, but also in everything else, you're sort of, like, reduplicating that and figuring out how to do it while you learn these other areas. You know, I guess it, I just, you know, I got more reps. Um, and at some point it just clicked, you know, in a way that it never did before. So, I don't know what did it, really. Um, I actually... Part of the process was i didn't do that well in the writing classes you know I was like a solid b student which in law school is sort of an f but <laughs> um you know I was fine I, I i mean my grammar's always been good, my vocabulary is fine, but like there's you know structure within a sentence is some, you know which is grammar but isn't always great and like just sort of like the flow of it making it you know actually go in a direction not like ramble around here and there like I didn't really get that while we're in those classes that got, happened later because I like worked on a journal where it's all more about writing because like I knew I'm like I could really stand some more practice at this and that helped a lot um and eventually it just got better so now it seems like I write better than a lot of lawyers which is not saying much or I can even if I don't always hit that target Do you think that
1: does or would translate to other kinds of writing, too?
2: Yeah. I think, like, like a lot of it's just basic, like, solid structure, like, of nonfiction writing. Like, I'm not... I wouldn't know the first... Like, the last time I wrote fiction was in, like, uh, Champaign-Urbana. You know, I took, like, a short story class. That was the last time I wrote fiction. Like, so... Uh, You know, like, just writing for work, or writing a letter, or writing, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, it totally helps, like, with whatever. But, but also, it's like, I'm not so beholden to, like, writing like a lawyer. The good part is that I never gave my, I never really, like, was in love with what I write, so it makes it much easier to edit, which is, like, the whole battle for some people. It's like you learn to read your own stuff with a more objective eye, and that, like, sort of got me over the hump, and I was like, it was easier because I really didn't assume that anything I was writing was worth keeping. You know, so you're like, oh, what if I change that? What if I put that in one paragraph? What if I break that into four? They keep telling me my sentences are too long. What about that? You know, what happens if I force myself to write itty-bitty sentences? You know, and then, you know, like, at some point, like, it felt really dumb, I'm like... Nobody writes sentences like this. like this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of, but eventually I was like, "Oh, I see. sometimes that makes sense. sometimes that helps. a reader, so it's like, you know, eventually I learned some of that, and it I think it helped. Do you think you would ever write a uh, book like a nonfiction book? No,
1: no, no. <laughs> I doubt that
2: I mean it's just that's a lot of work. Like it's a a lot of work. work. I I, also I don't think I have like I don't think I have the focus. Like I would start one book and I would end write a middle of another book and end the third of another book. Assuming I ever got there, like more likely would be like I might have a good idea for a book and I might start it and then it would never get anywhere close to done. Is more likely. That's just what I think. Would you ever consider writing
1: a fiction thing, or is that not 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 of interest?
2: Um, I mean, I would consider doing both. I just don't give. I give myself extremely long odds of ever finishing such a thing. You know, like that's why the reason I like I took a short story class. I'm like, I read short stories. That seems like a manageable task to write a, you know. A, contained amount of work that says a thing that does a thing and that's it right you know and it's like that's achievable Mm -hmm. for me there's some version of that that just seems like like i read a great novel and i'm like i don't know how somebody would think of this well there's that part get through it and then there's the doing of it or yeah like like even just yeah or like even not get through it but like just end up with that like it's it's sort of incomprehensible to
1: me yeah yeah what do you think? We're, aside from specific sort of skills or pieces of information, do you think you learned anything more generally from law school? Like, did you learn anything about people
2: in the process? Or yeah, for sure, I learned. I mean, it's just like another chance to like sort of like peek inside people. Because like the nice part was like you're in school and it's like that. It's like you're actually, you know, you're back in school. And so you like interact with people in a totally different way, and you mix with people that you never would mix with otherwise. And like, um, the nice part was like, we were v- we were a much older class. Like the school is older average age than a lot of schools, and then like at that time, ours was still older. The average age was like twenty nine, I think. Um, so like, there were there was I was friends with a nineteen year old in law school, which is freaky. But also, like, you know, people my age and a lot of people in their 30s and, like, you know, there were a lot of people who actually, you know, had lived some lives and were interesting people. But then, like, you also, like, the weird motivations that people have to go to law school and, like, the classic thing that's, like, always still, like, stunning to me. And I know why, because, like, there's all sorts of kinds of lawyers that don't, like, sue people for people. But, like... You know, the people who are in law school are like, oh, I just can't, I, I, I'm not liking this. It's, uh, there's so much conflict. And I'm like, well, what did you think? (laughs) Right. That's interesting. It's super interesting. And yet, you know, I mean, some people want to do like, some people want to be clerks for judges. Some people want to be judges. Some people want, you know, like some people just want to be like, you know, I was in real estate and I want to be a real estate lawyer. You know, I want to do that other part of it so I can do all this stuff together. And, you know, like, you know, I don't. I really hope I never... You know, like, they couldn't imagine taking on, like, a family law case or a criminal case or, like, you know, suing someone or, like, you know, they, like, back into a corner. Which is understandable. Because it's just, you know... It's interesting that people are attracted to it that aren't necessarily up for a fight. Right. You know? Because a lot of it is that. Is the the fighting part. Yeah. Yeah, and even if, you know, some of it's play fighting, and some of it's just, like, gamesmanship, Mm -hmm. and some of it's real fighting. Sometimes, you know, you just get somebody on the other side of the table, you just can't stand, (laughs) like, as a person, you know? It's like, what are you doing? What is wrong with you? Like, why do you think this is helping anyone? Like, do you think this is helping you? Like, you might be a crazy person.
1: And B, she worked for what? You worked for the public prosecutor's office or the defender's office? Um,
2: a little of both. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the first thing I did was a federal defender's office and worked with their appeals people. Right. And then I worked with uh, the state attorney general's office and worked with the prosecutor's people. And then I. They let you, like. F- they let you play a lawyer as a third-year student, and I did that with the prosecutor people, where you sort of take over a case and somebody watches it over your shoulder, and, and everybody in the room knows you're doing it, but you're sort of not doing it. Um, and depending who's watching over your shoulder, sometimes they're very helpful, sometimes they're very hands-off, and sometimes they throw you under the bus. <laughs>
1: Interestingly. Did that uh, give you any different... Like, Did it spark or... Extinguish any kind of interest in uh, like civil service or politics or something like that? Public service, um, I guess, is maybe the word I'm looking
2: No, it like, didn't really change too much of what I already thought about stuff. Um, it made me want to avoid certain people in certain offices, you know, certain agencies, because they might be populated by douchebags and you know that it sort of it definitely did that but it didn't really change too much of like what i thought about you know public service or public lawyering or like like nonprofit advocacy or or just other stuff um i think some of the work made me accept like just regular old, like lawsuiting in a way that i didn't going in or didn't understand going in um, just people suing each other for stuff. It made a little more sense once I understood a little bit of the the rules and what happens and how they get there, you know, what breaks down.
1: So you've worked in some office environments. You've worked in a... Yeah. Well, the recording studio for many years environment. It's, which is not really an office. Right. There. And you've worked in, like, literally on your own.
2: Yeah. In place... Do you have a preference? Um, I mean, I've had preferences. Um, I don't have, like, a preference except for, like, where I'm sort of at in, like, my life and how to sort of stack the priorities and make it all fit as best I can. that's sort of more, that's more like what makes me feel like a preference of one thing over another at this point. And I've sort of, like, tried a bunch of different paths as a lawyer, and I'm still working that out. Bish, let's talk a little about music, Bish.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So, as we told people, you were a recording engineer, produced and recorded records, and owned a recording studio for many years, right? That is right. How many years, roughly, was that whole deal?
2: All told? Yeah, ballpark. Fourteen, yeah, fifteen. That's a long time. Yeah.
1: Um, Here's a question that I'm always interested in. How did you? I assume there were some bands that came in there that were paying customers where you didn't really care for the music or weren't very interested in it. Certainly. How did you approach that stuff?
2: I mean, some of it's just very technical. You just gotta like reproduce what they're doing as best you can, and then like sort of re-present it. in a way that's conventionally acceptable, if not actually good. (laughs) Um, You know, so... Yeah. You know, there's there's just some of that stuff that people can't do for themselves, won't do for themselves, don't know how to do for themselves, desperately need help with. Like, those are all things, like, it doesn't matter whether I like it or not. Like, I can tell somebody if they're in tune. I can tell somebody if they were, you know, together or not. You know, that's all just, like presentation kind of stuff like as opposed to like here's how to make this not suck, you know why don't you why don't you play it more like I like it you know like I don't have to i don't you know most of the job was not that stuff unless I like arranged with a person for it to be about that like my default was you know like assisting them get their stuff together and and ready to produce and sell and stuff like that, and it wasn't so much about like advising them on like what would be interesting what is like you know what is moving what is what is working what is not. Did you do that in some cases though? Yeah like if people asked me to I, I certainly could and would and did do it but like you know it was most of the people that came to see me were, were starting from that point of like we want to make a record and we can't do that and you can and you know like In most people's minds, part of that is, like, we want to make a good record. Can you help us do that? But, like, surprisingly less than I would have thought. Like, because a lot of people think they know they're going to make a good record. And so you just have to make the record they were hoping to make because they know it's going to be good. So it's like... You know, at some point... I just try to facilitate them in their beliefs as much as I can. And make it as good as you know make it what they want and it's you know and if it's not if it's not something i enjoy like you know, but um you know they the people generally knew when they were happy with it and that was just sort of the bottom line And looking back, there were definitely times I wish I had put more of me into their stuff than I did. But like, you know, that's that carries a risk in some cases, you know, and it would have carried a reward with it. You know, you try to put more of yourself into it and then you really can give them something they didn't expect that's better, that you, you know, that I also like or think is better. But at the same time like there were times when I would start to do that, but then, you know, it's like about... It's really like, you know, for a lot of the stuff I was doing, there's a hard budget. And it's like, you got to hit that, and they got to be done, or very, you know, very close to it. And it's like, when you start advising people, then they start thinking, and that takes a long time. Like, you know, I mean, it's like, you, like once you get in there, and, and the clock is running, and things, you know... Especially, like, if things are going as they expected them to, but in my head I'm like, well, that part is just sucking. Like, that that person can't do what they're trying to do. You know, and that's, like, sort of a technical thing, but sometimes it's just that it's just a sucky idea. And it's just like, well, you know, how bad do you let them pursue their badness, you know, and you just sort of make it up as you go along. Do you
1: still have particular records that you worked on that you really liked? Are there, like, mm-hmm. there, are there any that you actually listen to now, or that you, even if you don't actively listen to them, that you think were really came out really good?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a long list of records I would listen to now. I mean, I don't really dig through that stack, but like, there's a whole long list of things I would, if I saw in the stack, I would be like, oh yeah, let's see what that's like. Let's see what that's like. I remember that. Where's that one song? Yeah, totally. But, like, there's not that much that I would put on just as, like, a fan, you know, as, a, like, a listener. Just because it's I like, am too inside that stuff. Yeah. Is there... If, if somebody said,
1: hey, play me a record that you were super happy with, just so I can hear an example of something you did that you were... Yeah. That you're psyched about or were psyched about.
2: Can you name one of those? Hmm... I'd probably turn around and ask what they like. Um, But since I won't do that... (laughs) um, Partly because I know what you like. (laughs) And partly because that's not what you're asking. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of the stuff that... Like, a lot of the stuff that I did with my friends, like you and David Singer and Paul Edelstein, and a lot of that stuff is my favorite stuff because because part of what i really enjoy about music is the the camaraderie and the like shared experience of it and like that made it easy for me to like a lot of stuff that i ordinarily wouldn't like because it was a shared experience and like that social sort of bond that's formed between people working together on their music is pretty tight like even if you don't know them it's like you know music is very personal to people and it's impossible for it to not be a very like personal process so like when I listen to the stuff even the stuff I don't like I remember those people and I remember like funny stuff they did or I remember like you know there's a, there's a few that I just have no positive reaction to whatsoever and like I don't ever need to listen to those things again. and then I wouldn't like even if presented the opportunity to be like do not put that on like just keep that to yourself like I'm not ever listening to that that guy was a cack you know and like you know so there's there 's that small group of things that are on the the do not fly list, but it 's a pretty short list, yeah but like things that I would like think to listen to um, again it 's like it 's like believe it or not i 've listened to your first record in the not distant past, partly out of curiosity to see what we were doing, because we did it in your basement. But also just because it's like oh I remember that was the blast and they, we had really good songs and we had made a really good record like and you know what we were right and it was just like oh look at that still right you know and then you know something else I'm like oh yeah I don't know whatever with where it went but like we killed that like that one that's I don't know what I'd do different now I don't even know that I could repeat that you know it's like you know there are times when that's true and it's like we were you know we made some of that stuff when we were like you know 22 you know or or younger in your basement on like you know garbage you know and it stands up it's weird um because then i'll listen to something i did towards the end i'm like yeah a lot of more tools but i'm not really sure that that's any better like like i don't know that it's put together better or mixed better or recorded better or like i don't know not sure that was like a and that was like a weird feeling that i thought i got from like That whole experience, I'm like, I wasn't totally sure I did any better work at the end than I did at the start. Um, And, like, a lot of it is just how it went, you know, with people in a room that day, because that's how it is. It's like, you know, somebody had a great day. Is that me? I don't know. You know. The stars align. Sometimes, you know, you gotta get out of the way, and if you successfully get out of the way, things happen. And then sometimes you work and work and work, and it never comes together. But, like, I don't know that that's me doing better or worse. Like, you know, I just listen to the end result and try to, like, shelve some of the things that I still remember. I'm like, oh, yeah, that stupid one channel on that that recorder. Oh, my God, I couldn't get that to be quiet. And then, you know, or, like, there's a project that I would listen to and, like, oh, yeah, we were using that other tape and I totally ruined that guy's, like, 20-year-old master tape. I remember that. And he took it so well. Like, he was so disappointed for five seconds, and then he was just done with it, Um, and I was just, like, ashen. I was like, I'm going to go jump in front of a bus, okay? I'll be right back. And it was just like, like, I can't listen to the thing we were working on because it reminds me of the other thing that, like, was was just, like, a disaster. Yeah,
1: you know too much.
2: I know too much. Exactly. It's all very freighted that way, and not, like, in a bad way. It's just, you know, that was a significant part of my social life as well as my work, you know? Yeah. Because you make friends with a lot of people in that situation. Like, it's just, it's impossible not to. Yeah, you're spending a lot of time. So much time, like, all their free time and, like, you know, weird hours and extended time. And, like, you know, they're, like, admitting to you that they feel, you you know, about weaknesses in their playing or their singing or their writing or whatever. And it's, like, you know, that's you can 't it 's very hard to run rush shot over it for me, like I know there are people that do who like who have no hesitation about saying yeah this isn 't working or like this is really not a very good song. do you have another one like that's that's the kind of thing that like both holds out the promise of making a much better record but also like holds out the promise of making a crappy record and like crushing somebody 's spirit in the process because it 's like you know people get better you know i didn't always tell somebody the first time they were in the studio that You know, something wasn't great because lo and behold the second time they came back they were way better and like their stuff had changed and they'd been working you could tell and it was like it was inspiring you know it's like wow people really do care and they work on their stuff and people improve go figure so that was cool yeah you should
1: talk about the uh, sort of personal aspect of music and, and obviously when you're writing it or recording it Um, but I was also thinking about like as a listener. So, are there like? Do you talk a little about? I I think I'm aware of some of them, but like kind of records or bands that you were into at various phases. You mean just as a as a yeah? It's just a person who owns records, yeah. Yeah. Like at home, like bands you're into that meant something to you, yeah, or had some impact on you.
2: Yeah, I mean. And I, I know what that is and I will answer that question, but I was th- like, I was actually thinking about this like the other day in a larger sense. So like in the, f- like the first band that really meant anything to me was The Who and, and, you know, I gobbled that up and, you know, after that, there were like a slew of other things. Um, none of which really compared to that. Um, or were the same, even if they did like at some point, The Who dropped not off my radar, but just, you know, I, I burn myself out and like I was listening to the bad stuff and like it was just not you know I had to give it a rest um and like realize there's just more out there like there's other good things so it's like at some point that you know that relationship changed me and the who and other great relationships were developed but they were never really like that even at their best and like you know so it's like I really got deep into Van Morrison for a while like super deep um but it was just a different, you know, it scratched a different itch, for sure. And so, like, I related to it differently. And also, it was just a different time in my life. And it's hard to separate sort of my age and situation from, you know, what was my at the top of my list and why, if there was a why. Yeah, that seems right. Like, the,
1: there's certain things that resonate for at a certain time yeah. for a certain reason. Yeah. And
2: that's well, and, like, then the weird thing is, like, I I think back about, like, I remember like certain like opinions I had about music when I was younger. And like that's the, the most interesting part. I did. Um, and like I can't like I laugh at them sometimes because they're ludicru- ludicrous because I love to stake out an, undef- <laughs> an indefensible opinion. Um, really? Yeah. Well, this is, mm-hmm. you know, imagining mm-hmm. that somebody was listening besides us. Yeah, right. I thought I would explain that. Yeah, that's good. Um and you can <laughs> you can laugh over there Laura. <laughs> Um, and, but like the funny part is like, you try to recreate. And I also think about this now that I have a kid, because like on some level, like, you know, I'm plumbing my past to like, remember what it was like to be a younger, different person at a different point in life. And I remember experiences and I, you know, I've forgotten experiences. And I remember some things that like still ring true as being representative of like Or as being things that I genuinely felt and thought. But then I wonder about some of the rest. Like, I can't really grasp, like, who I was and how certain things felt from, like, a different age. Like, I just can't. It's gone. Like, that part of, that version of me totally informs who I am. But I can't recreate that. Like, I can't somehow, like, on some level empathize, like, in a way that, like, feels that way like it's so removed like there's been so many experiences and so many people and so many songs and so many opinions and like it's just you know like I remember like being at this kid's house down the block when I was in like yeah like I want to say like seventh sixth grade fifth sixth grade and I was you know I was finishing up piano lessons at that point. Um that was the first thing I learned to play. And they said, okay, you have to take lessons. At some point I was like, Do I have to keep doing this? And they were like, Yeah, you gotta do this until this age, and then you can decide if you want to continue. And that was like sixth grade. So sometime up around fifth or sixth grade I was at the Octor's house down the street, Nadim and Amir and uh Imran. Um and we were, you know, we we hung out. We ran around the neighborhood some. We did this and that. And I remember talking to one of them about music or something and, like, you know, playing piano. And I remember being, being like, you know, I really love classical music. I don't really understand, like, pop and rock. And that stuff's all garbage. Like, just trash. Like, I remember f- feeling it. Like, and I know I said it. But, like, I do not understand how that kid could then, two years later, be that other kid... Who then two years after that was that totally different kid. Like and it wasn't it's not like it wasn't genuine. I totally felt that. I believed it. Like with every fiber, you know? And like it's like I don't you know, so like if I like, you know, hang out with a friend's kid or my kid and like okay, what do I remember of being that age? Like, I totally understand what they're feeling on some of them. And yet on another one I'm like, there is you don't understand anything about what they're feeling because like their brains work differently and like the whole thing's a mess like you can't you know you can do your best to understand what somebody else feels but are you really like able you know the limits of like empathy and like understanding are you know they're they're sort of surprising to me because i can't even do it for myself like the previous version of myself It's so hard to pick that out and understand what the hell was going on. What was going through my head? It's not like it was a problem, but, like, I can't recreate it. I can't make sense of it. I can't, like, I don't know. I'd have to sit there and really work, like, to make a list of, like, or something. Like, to, like, try and reconstitute, like, fifth grade me. Like, I just don't know. It's so strange. Because, like, we have an extremely long history. And... We both, like, remember a version of ourselves and each other that whole way. So, like, we could, like, piece certain things together. But, like, at the same time, like, it's like that. We're like, I know that, like, that was, like, a fundamental part of me. Like, that I, like, there were there was music I liked. And there was music I did not like. And, like, I just don't, like, it was just a bunch of bullshit. Like, it was, like, like, it wasn't for me at the time. But, like, was it for me at the time? Like, now I even wonder. Like, was that just a pose? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know. It's so, like, off my reservation that I'm like, I don't know what to make of that kid. You know? He was all right. But, like, what was he saying? Like, what was he... How did he arrive at that? Like... Mm -hmm. Because, you know what? Like, that's not even true. Like, I had the Beatles' Blue album. Like, I had it. Oh, I remember. Yeah. I I wore that thing to death. And, like, maybe it was at a different time or... I don't know, but, like... I mean, I'm fine with, you know, self-contradiction Like, I, you know, obviously I embrace that But, like, you know, at some point I just gotta, like, cut everybody I try to cut everybody slack and myself slack in a way that it's just like You know what, you know, people just walk around We're a a jumble, you know Like, one minute we say one thing and we totally believe it Next minute we feel another thing and it's like, and that just carries over into all that music that I made. I'm gonna try and bring it back. And I <laughs> like, like it. You're gonna do the I'm working. I'm really working. I'm. I. I just hit the cul-de-sac. I think I'm gonna loop it around with some momentum. Is that like the like? It's very hard to separate out all those things, including the experience of listening to and enjoying music just as a as a person. Then when you layer on, you know. The process of learning to play music and understand music and all that—what a mess! Like, how do I? I don't even remember. Like, it, like it's hard for me to, you know, like disaggregate all that and say, like, well, what was important to me? I can definitely tell you, like, things, but like, I don't even know if that represents really what was going on for me. Like, I, you know, like so, before eighth grade, I definitely had like, what were some records I had? I had the Blue Album. I had Eagles Live. 1980, which was incredibly disappointing to me because I did not understand the point of live performance yet or, like, that it wasn't what I heard on the radio. I'm like, I paid for a double album, and there's nothing from the radio? Like, what? I almost took it back because I was like, this is garbage. I I don't think I listened to that record for, like, three years because I was like, these are all different. These are not the versions that I know. Right. And like you know that I'm like, there are times when I get a little obsessed about a particular version, sure. and how it is, how it is, you know. And especially at that point when like I just didn't know what that was, like, you know, live. What? What is a? What even is a band? Like I really didn't get any of that yet, and it was just like, so I don't know what I was doing with music at that point. Like like it's it's hard to piece together, in retrospect. I'm trapped by, like, the amalgam of the present, which is only an amalgam of the past, you know? It's just, like, it's crazy. There's a guy I worked with who, I'm
1: just trying to find the exact quote, and I can't find it, but he said something to me once, he's like, Nick,
2: we can't trust our past selves. Amen to that. I make a point of not trusting my present self on a regular basis. yeah. Yeah. Because you know, be a little skeptical. Get to be a little skeptical of yourself once yes. in a while, um, while also you know be sh- recognizing you, that's yes. w- that's what you got. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I think it's that detachment seems like a worthwhile thing. It's, it's worth a couple of minutes. Yeah, if you can achieve it. Yeah, exactly. And I I spend too long on it for sure. Yeah.
1: Um couple follow-ups so specific when you said the who the bad stuff give me an example of what's the bad stuff like
2: um there's just a bunch of not good stuff on some of those records like it's just like 905 off of who are you that's sure. not a good song right it's not good only at a, at a point of course, like the, it had things that made me want to listen to it over and over and over, but like really, that was not a place that I should be spending a lot of repetitive time yeah. like there's just there's too much actually good music out there to be sitting there listening to um you know there's there's some pieces of face dances that I listen to too much, and you know um and I won't even Daily I won't records. Really, cash cash yeah yeah daily records cash cash like that's and you know what that's not a, i think that's not even as bad as like 905 like that's just a, that's just an unfortunate period that whole moment um there were some real problems with who are you but there were some real gems for sure i you know it's it's the truth
1: what are your favorite tracks on who are you, you have, it's a, a one great question
2: it's been a while. Um it would so help got, to have a track you've got Let's see. It's definitely... You've
1: got New Song, Sister Disco, right. 905, Who Are You,
2: Guitar and Pen, Love Is Coming Down. Yeah.
1: I love Love Is
2: Coming Down. I always have. Yeah. I think that... You That's know, right. You're a big... I'm a sucker for the lush yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. I was always a sucker for the Love Is Coming Down. Um, you know, guitar, guitar and Pen, I'm Hot and Cold, and I really, really love that. But, man, it's a really weird like Uh, Gilbert and Sullivan, whatever, you know, it's like, it's like what (laughs) musical theater? Yeah. Like, it's also weird because I cannot stand musical theater, but how can I love the who so much? Like, it doesn't make any sense. There's another example. Like what? Who are you kidding? Um, yeah, but like, and you know what? There are parts of sister disco. I do not appreciate. And then there are parts that are absolutely like, Astonishing. The bridge of Sister Disco is like a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Um, can I just hear the bridge six times? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and Music Must Change is another one of those where it's like, ah. Yeah. At this point, I, can't, I don't ever have to hear it again. Right. Don't ever have to hear it. Right. But I probably listened to it 150 times. Right. That might not be an exaggeration. Like, I don't know. <laughs> probably not right it's probably not cuz when i listened to those records it was always start to finish like until cd's so like until mid you know early mid 90s you know from you know for 10 years i only listened to who albums from start to finish which is like a lot you know that's all i listened to when i cut grass and i did that you know like in the summers and, like, I had the Walkman, and I just jacked that thing up so I could hear it over the lawnmower and, like, over and over and over. Bish, what was the,
1: uh, or, n- let's say now, just take now, like, if you're going to listen to Van Morrison, what what stuff are you going to listen to?
2: I mean, I'm probably not going to get adventurous. Um, which is weird because you and I watched a live version of some stuff that I'm not in. I'm not in the wavelength, really, as like, a, an era, but the live stuff that we saw was like, whoa, if it was like that, I'd, watch, I'd listen to that all the time. Like, that's great. Um, so, like, it's. I'd listen to, you know, that little window of, like, Moon Dance, St. Dominic's Preview, um. Occasionally, Astral Weeks sort of—it's a little strong flavor, so I don't did that, didn't do that as much as often. Um, uh, there's another one that I'm forgetting. Yeah, prob- <clears throat> probably Tupelo Honey or Hard Nose the Highway. Right, is in there. It's probably, I mean, yeah. And there, yeah. I, that's it. I, think I can listen to those into the. Astral ground.
1: Weeks, I feel like is there's a few great songs, of course. Yeah. But I feel like that's the record that people who think that that's the record you're supposed to like if you're yeah. serious about Van Morrison right. that's the record they say they like the most but it, it is
2: a unique record he didn't he only made one of those whereas like the other ones he made over and over and then turned into something else later but it's really over and over so like it's the only record he made once so I'll give him you know there's there's some credit for that right. yeah cuz that dude you know of all the of all the recyclers he's right up there he's i
1: feel like he and you two are the best recyclers yeah that's probably like they're true. able to recycle it where it's so similar yeah and yet it comes out different enough that right. uh, that it's great right that you want to hear of it times yeah
2: yeah yeah you don't just regard it as a recycle right and yet they are really really recycling
1: it like yeah. it's very you know they do the yeah. one four progression oh, yeah. like in the same kind of way yeah for sure those those are two of the foremost. Yeah, it's pretty amazing the way they were able to do things that are so similar and yet so... Yeah, so and I th-
2: think I have more talent for Van's version of that, but that's just, you know, that's carrots and peas. That's, I don't, but you 2 for sure is, they're masters at it. Absolutely. I wish people were as good as they were at the recycle. Um, Please, you know. I, I I think the other thing I listened to while cutting, cutting the grass was The Police. I think it was The Who and The Police is really what it was. Over and over and over. Do you have a favorite of those records, of the police records? Mm, no, that's really hard.
1: No, I, I don't. You're big I know you're a big outlandos guy and a big synchronicity I love guy. them all.
2: Yeah, and I love Ghost. Pro- I'm probably listening to Ghost and the Machine more than any of them. Really? That was my big, like, when I was really listening to music all the time, kind of... That was it. The weird, land, like, moonscape of Ghost in the Machine. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, you're in the... You're in the meteor belt on that one. You're not on a planet. You're just drifting, you know? It's a great album. Yeah. It's also... They didn't ma- They only made that once, you know? Like, there's parts of... The first two, I think. The are first kind of similar. two are pretty similar, and even Zenyatta's pretty similar. Or what's the third one? Yeah, Zenyatta. Zenyatta's right. pretty similar to the second one in some ways. Yes, I agree.
1: It's similar to the parts of the second one that aren't simil- exactly. similar. Exactly. They, the yeah,
2: they, they, they like sort of, yeah, they sort of half out on each one. This, there was very. I feel like incremental. Ghost and are both different. Those are both completely different. Yeah, those have nothing to do with each other or anything else. Um, yeah. yeah, for sure. But I can't listen to Sting. Like there was a period I listened to the first Sting record, um, and I renounced that period.
1: At <laughs> you were a big fortress around your heart guy back in the day.
2: Is that right? Yeah, that I'm trying true. to remember which one that is. That is true. Bing, 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 oh sure, bing. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll buy that. I wasn't. Uh, that was the most. That was the most okay one. There was another one on there that I liked, and I can't remember what it is. Um, But he lost me after that, and then as he continued to further lose me, then Dream of the Blue Turtles fell off the mat real fast. Real, real fast. Because I was just like, Sting, what are you doing? And I'm still like, Sting, what are you doing? I can't listen to that guy. Also, I can't listen to Pete Townsend. I can't listen to his solo stuff.
1: Even the earlier ones that... Like the early ones, Chinese yeah.
2: Eyes and, and oh God, no! Those two are amazing. Yeah. Um, oh,
1: but anything recent? You mean
2: anything after Iron Man? Right. Did you like Iron Man? No, I hate that. Okay. There were a couple songs on that that I could listen to over and over, but that was really pushing it. And then I not i literally don't even know if he had a record after that or what it was called.
1: Yeah, well, he did have—he had which, Barry, like the, uh, which
2: for me is. Right. I mean that's ridiculous The fact that I was just like Living and breathing All that stuff And then I was just I'm done I can't do this I, I don't know what you're doing to me I think of the same way With his stuff I will say White City is Still A, good stuff a That is a good record That is a solidly good record Because the good stuff Is really good So You're a big Crashing by Design guy Still am That's the one I was trying To think of the name of Yeah Still like that song I do appreciate that you serve as an auxiliary hard drive for my brain sometimes yeah, yeah, because, right. man, it's all going out the window. But thankfully, either our talking brings back some of the stuff or you've just got it there. And because you know what? It's just, you know, I think I think the downside of being able to drink without getting hangovers is that it, it encourages the abuse of memories and the discard of memories. I wonder. Just had that thought. Um, Or it's just the fact of old. And also, like, I've been cramming junk into my brain, like, as hard as a human can, to be a lawyer. Something's got to give. You know, there's only so many, like, live cells left in there. Like, there's a bunch of stuff that's just gone. It's like so many... It seems like sometimes there's only so many active connections that
1: one
0: can keep...
2: Sure. But, like, yeah, like, all all the other school learning is, you know, it's just gone. There's no calculus in there. There's no chemistry... There's no, like, there's so many things. I once could name every British prime minister from, like, s- from 1700 to the present. Like, no problem. That's part of my love of English history. Is it's all it gone. Was? It's all gone. Every, every Soviet premier, um, you know, like, just lots of facts that were once in there that were in service of something, they're gone. I can't even remember all the presidents, probably. Certainly not in order. I'm sure I can't. I mean, yeah. I'm sure. I can't, I can't. remember all the capitals. It's all gone. Not all of it, but like there's just a lot of stuff that like I would have like 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 I would have scoffed, you know, twenty five years ago. I'm like, ask me a hard question. You know, come on. I think
1: like,
2: I but I mean I don't need that stuff anymore. I'm learning things I need or that I've decided I need. It's like, at least the brain will do that. Yeah, right, it is the, the workings you know? of it, though, are interesting. Very mysterious. The self is mysterious, and the brain is mysterious. <laughs> well
1: said. <laughs> gotcha!
2: Biche. Well said. Um, Myself is also mysterious. Let's be clear. The, uh... <laughs> Bish, uh...
1: So, do you ever, like, sit down and listen to music?
2: I mean, yeah, and especially in the car. I'm always listening to music. Um, I used to be all talk in the car, and now I'm f- much less talk. I'm much more music than I was. I found some good stations. The car is an outstanding listening environment. When I'm in the Hyundai rather than the Honda, cause the Honda's from the 90s, and it has three of four speakers working. Um and the Hyundai is all jacked up in modern, and you know it sounds amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I listen to music in there every chance I get.
1: But I don't like. Can you listen to the radio? You got you got it. I rolling? let the radio
2: generally do. Interesting. Although I take that, the, there are times when I will Pandora it for some amount of control. Occasionally, I will li- put something specifically on an album, but like or a song, certainly a song. But like occasionally. A full CD, but I will never get through it. Like I can't abide by a, like a CD that I chose and hearing every song unless it's something that like already made that cut at some point in my past, or is like making the cut now. Yeah, I don't know. And even then it's like, eh, if I'm not in the mood, it's just, eh, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. What's next? next, 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 next. Okay, there it is. There's the song. but like most of the time I'm not going to let it roll. I can't.
1: Yeah, I'm interested when you know. There's people I know who listen. My brother does it sometimes. We'll just listen
2: to the radio. Yeah, I like I, I like the radio. Still.
1: Yeah, interesting.
2: Because well, the radio is barely random. You know, it's it's so. Sure. It's all the stuff that you've already heard a gazillion times before, and like even if you listen to like if you go to top forty for the first time in you know however long. You're gonna hear that song again in forty three minutes or whatever it is, you know. It's like they're not they're not trying to diversify your listening. Like it's they're trying to hammer you. Like he'll listen to you
1: know, like funky college radio stuff, sure. just like Which I radio. like.
2: I have the funky college radio station programmed in salt like for sure, ninety point three. Ninety point nine. And it's a good one. I hear things I don't know, which I like. But I don't do it all all the time. I mean, I've never actually been like... Like you and David and other people. and Mike, like, on the Hunt. I'm the, you know, bloodhounds for the next music. The new music. What is good that I don't know. And, like, I've always been, like... A second-hand consumer of music. First from my brother. Then from you. Then from... Whoever. You know, one after another. I can't... I don't have the patience to sort through Mm -hmm. and to seek out and wait. Like, I just want to be rewarded. I just want to be satisfied, you know, which is great because, you know, like, or like Luke singer would, you know, when he lived here, he would give me like a disc of stuff for like my birthday. And it was always great. Like we had similar tastes in music, but, he was digging for the new and i was like oh sweet he you know he just gave me five right, new CDs. Do the work for you yeah it's fantastic yeah it's curated as they like to say now they do like to say that how long is that going to last it's craft music yeah. it's house made it is house made
1: seriously Beach to table yeah yeah artisan
2: <laughs> yeah Beach. um so yeah, I'm a lazy, I'm not a very good friend in that sense. I don't provide that in return. I hope that I give something else back cuz I don't I'm not good at that.
1: I think that there's yeah, some people are just more
2: have the appetite for it. Yeah. The they they <clears throat> energy they, for that. they want it. Yeah. And some part of me is fine to listen to the same things I've heard over and over and over. I remember a phase where I
1: wanted when I was first getting deeper into Van Morrison where I just wanted there to be more van albums that were a twist on the ones Mm -hmm. that i liked yeah exactly then when i realized like i had gone through all of the albums it was sort of a disappointment because i I wanted to find new music but i wanted to find new van yeah and i wanted there to be sort of like a finite like fishing Mm -hmm. in one of those trout ponds that's i want it stocked
2: yeah i want more fish yeah um yeah vans i think van encourages that too and then frustrates that um Yeah, that was your white whale, I think. Um, Yeah, also, I think that the weird, then then it gets in the weird, like, personality quirks. Like, there's something about me that is able to listen to something over and over, and it's chicken egg. I don't know if that's because I did the studio thing for so long, but I can hear something new almost every time when I listen to something or just my brain goes to a different place and like oh but what about that even
1: when we were young
2: and it's not like in an analytical way it's just like in a listening way it's not I feel like when we were young you were able to
1: hear specific parts like you would point yeah. out little musical parts like listen to the guitar here yeah, or the keyboard there and stuff even from a very and things that we always
2: listen differently yes just how we're put together some of it
1: a little of it was that I had a super crappy stereo at home and you really couldn't pick anything out it was just mush it's true so part of it was that and I you know but I think so part of it was a technical thing but I think part of it was also that that's just the way you just my brain process yeah or like what you're able to pick that stuff apart
2: yeah without necessarily intending to right well, and also, like, I still, um, I mean, my, my patience and understanding of lyrics is hilariously short and bad. Like, I just, you know, it's catch-as-catch-can, and it's definitely not the first thing I listen for when I hear a new song. If ever. So, I mean, some songs, I still don't know what the words are. I've become less and less of a lyrics person over time. Yeah. I've become more, but that's only because I had nowhere to go but up. Like... The best, the best example of that is
1: The Hen, who... Yeah. That's your brother. Yeah, doesn't know... Never knew the lyrics to any not song. Not really. single... Yeah.
2: Not a song we ever played with him.
1: Right. Right? Like, still not Still never knew... Right. Yeah. Even if he had played in a band playing that song many yeah. times... He'd be like, I don't ...and know. had to listen to it to learn it, he I still would have no idea. I don't know. Yeah. Which is... But was very... You know, it's not like he didn't listen to music no. or didn't... Um, you know parse it in other ways and right. stuff like that well and, and
2: there are musics that he does that to that he listens to the lyrics in his way
1: some Marley I think so especially more now so I think that he's gone yeah. more kind of the direction you're yeah. talking about like he's more into, interested in the lyrics
2: than yeah he's much more interested than he ever used to be for sure yeah yeah bish
1: hmm. <laughs> LP's cueing me and say so what else Exactly. Yeah.
2: Um, Give me a prompt.
1: Uh, We can take a a break for a minute. Sure. I I do. You have to whiz it. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. This will be the end of this particular episode, side one. All right. Side two will begin with the song is over. That's right. Oh,
2: God. Yeah.
0: Thanks for listening to part one of my discussion with Bish, Mark Schwarz. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll have a second portion coming out soon. Again, I want to thank our sponsor, Cards Against Humanity, and also the Chicago Podcast Cooperative for hooking up our sponsorships. Uh, You can learn more about them at chicagopodcastcoop.com. Also, if you're looking for other podcasts to check out, I'd like to suggest one of our neighbors on the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. Uh, The podcast is called Friendshipping. Jen and Trin discuss friendship, particularly between ladies. They tackle the tricky stuff like how can I make friends as an adult? How do I end a toxic friendship? And more. So check out Friendshipping.com. Uh, Jan and Trin are charming, and they've got some good insights for you. Thanks again for listening to What Else, and hopefully we'll see you again soon. Thanks. <laughs>